or wherever you get your podcast. Joined by J.P. Richardson of Central Iowa Sports, and the long season continues for everybody there. I just want to take this time and thank all the players and their parents and their family members that come out and enjoy our Central Iowa Sports tournaments every weekend. We appreciate the out-of-towners coming in, but we really appreciate the locals, all the different ball clubs here from Central Iowa. We just couldn't do it without them, and really that's why we're doing it, is for the youth. And J.P., fast pitch and baseball season isn't close to over. If anybody's listening and they're putting a team together or they just want to add another tournament or two, we go all the way up through October with baseball and even into the first week of November with fast pitch. We'd love to have them go to centraliowasports.com and take a look and get a hold of us, and we'd love to... .net. Hardware for Caitlin Clark's trophy case as the Hawkeyes basketball star won the ESPY award last night for best women's college athlete. Rory McIlroy told reporters in Scotland today he'd retire before playing in the Live Golf League following reports that he met with league reps back in April. Marketa Vondrosova knocked off Alina Svitolina 6-3-6-3 to advance to the finals at Wimbledon, the first unseated woman to do so since Billie Jean King. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Music means our friend Bama Bob is going to join us momentarily. Bottom of the hour, we'll head back down to Dallas. Nick Olson, CycloneAlert.com, 24-7 Sports. Uh, is going to carve out 10 minutes away from uh, typing up uh, stories. His coverage uh, from Big 12 Media Days. He'll join us about the bottom of the hour. Trent's plays of the day. Japanese baseball, more <laughs> NBA Summer league stuff, but it's back to normal tomorrow. You say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> There's betting opportunities out there. One eight hundred bets off. Oh, that too. Yeah. Uh, Bama joins us. Hello, Bama. Trent and Ken going to talk some July <laughs> college football topics. Hey, boys, before we get into this, uh-huh. and we've been busy in hour number one, Bama, with, with the uh, Campbell presser, etc. Um, never mentioned Dick Vitale. Sadly, cancer's returned yeah. to his vocal cords. Yeah. Eighty-four years old. Um, I mean, such a legend, right? Like him or love or hate him or wherever you are in between, a lot of people are. Um, just hope against hope that he's able to once again, because this is about number three, I want to say. Yeah. With cancer. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah listen, he's, he put, I think he put college basketball on the map um, with ESPN. A lot of ways. He, yep. he has, and he's kind of gone the way a little bit of Lee Corso. It's more of a figurehead. He, he does go to games, and he does travel. Um, he doesn't really add much. It's just kind of the whole, you know, it's Vern Lundquist. You know, yeah. if you want to look at it yeah. that way. You know, it's just what you kind of grew up with, but it's changed now. And, and um, listen, number one hope for him, obviously, is, is that he gets better and he can beat it. Um, he says he's planning to come back. Um you know, for I guess it would be what October, late October time frame. So uh, here's hoping that, or November, whatever it is. Let's here's hoping that he can, uh, as long as he's able to. And but it's just one of those things where it 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 might be time for him. And I don't mean time time, but you know what I mean. Right. To to step aside. But he's one of those guys that should have a lifetime contract. Yep. ESPN do it as long as he wants to. Yep. And uh, you know, there's so many college basketball games on too that you know you. you 
you can kind of hide him a little bit if you need to or if you want to or if you don't like him, you can find other things to watch. It's not like football where there's, you know, a lot of games, but there's not as many. So, anyway, yeah. hope for the best for Dick, for sure. Absolutely. Had the uh, the Monica Dukey Vital for so many <laughs> yes. years, right? Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. All right, boys, let's talk some college football. We'll toss it around here. Trent, we'll start with you since you put uh, all the preparation into it. <laughs> <laughs> Calling a game. Well, your, your game ended after four innings. It did. It took a long time. Eight different pitchers out there. Oh, was that right? Oh, yeah. It was not an early night. Well, he was counting up the bets on the Japanese baseball. <laughs> Tell me you didn't have any action. On the Espies, Trent. Because if you no. do, on that, if you do. <laughs> that's not legal in the state of Iowa. Thank and, God. Yeah. Oh, okay. One less thing oh, okay. for me to lose money on. Indeed. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, Trent, who's the best football team in the state of Florida? College football team. This has to be a trick question because I think there's only one. Response. I think there is two. Miami. Yeah. I believe Crystal Ball is going to get them competent again. It is a long process. Get though. them. Yes. Yes. They're not there in year number no. two. No. UCF. Big jump into the Big mm-hmm. 12. They might be okay. Might they be the best of the newcomers, have the best record in the I Big 12? I think that's fair, yeah. And they were voted that way in the Big 12 poll. They came out from the media. John Reese Plumley boys. Been talking about him for a long time. USF? No. Nope. Florida International? Florida nope. Atlantic? No, nope. no. Nope. It's Florida State. Yes. And You we, didn't mention the Gators. Definitely. Yeah, the Gators can right. stink, yeah. They're... they're they're all about recruiting they for 2024. And they get Utah. They might be the worst team in the state of Florida. Yeah. Really? They're, they're, they're really going to struggle. Florida State, they're not back. Because getting back to what I think of back has been in the top five for 14 straight years. They're not there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this team, it's them and Clemson on their own tier in the ACC, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they're going to be really good. I, I loved what we saw at Jordan. Where Travis. is that game this year? Where they, where? At Clemson Week 4. How yep. about that? September 23rd. And they open with LSU and Orlando, so mm-hmm. we'll know pretty quick for uh, really? a month into the season. Yeah. Tell uh, me that's the Monday. It's not. It's, is that the Sunday, the night, Sunday night, game? night game? Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think so. I I think it's um, – I was looking again at one of your other questions. Uh, West Virginia at Penn State is pretty good, too. I don't mm-hmm. – That's I the hope NBC. Those Saturday yeah, that's NBC. I just hope those aren't competing with each other. Yeah, that LSU-Florida State, when that, that's going to be kind of old-school athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of NFL guys, I think, on the field. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean – I think it's Florida State. I think it's Florida State maybe by a wide margin. I do. Um, the quarterback is good. They're they're back to playing. They're really back to playing defense. They got these big, fast offensive linemen. They got like you know, I'm sorry, defensive linemen, seven or eight that they rotate in. They're in. The, they got linebackers that can run side to side in the secondary. You know, everybody likes the offense and and falls in love with that, and that's great. And, but, you know, listen, Norvell's been given time, too, and I think that's a big deal. And I think there's something that a lot of coaches aren't going to get. Uh, so I, I think it's Florida State kind of by a wide margin. All right. Is it as simple as the same question, State of Texas? Is it as big of a layup in the state of Texas? Bama, you take this one first. I don't think so. I'm going to say Texas, again, recruiting. They fool us every like, year, though. Mm-hmm. I like Texas everywhere except on the sideline, <laughs> Same. and yeah, I, I I am so intrigued and a little bit worried about Bobby Petrino at Texas A&M, mm-hmm. and Jimbo Fisher has turned. I mean, we all know Fisher. I mean, he struggled. He's you know he's egotistical. He's got that it's like war and peace on the sidelines. All that crap he's holding, you know. 
you know, the late great Mike Leach, you remember that little, like, what, three-by-five index card he had, probably like yes. ten plays on it that he held, and Jimbo's got, you know, books and all this stuff over there. And and he's just turned the offense completely over to Petrino and say what you want. The guy is a brilliant offensive mind. I, I am so intrigued by that and how that's going to work out. I, I'm going to say Texas right now, and again, week two they go to Tuscaloosa, so we'll kind of find out. Uh, how good they really are. But I think A&M is a dark horse in the SEC West. It Maybe not this year, um, but I think I, I'm just intrigued by it. I just think there's there's always been talent there, and Fisher, for whatever reason, just can't develop it. Uh, they get injured. They don't have the depth, whatever it is. So I'm, I'm just really intrigued by that. I'm going to say Texas, Baylor kind of a strong, uh, maybe a third place. Uh, TCU is going to show. They're going to have to show me again. You know, losing Duggan and then they had a, that great run to the title game last year. Mm-hmm. Do they are they a year over year contender? The receiver that's uh, in LA, the Chargers, uh, Quinton uh, yeah. Johnson. Yeah, exactly. So I just I don't know where they're going to be, but I I think it's Texas by us on the field and them on the sideline. How about that? Bam, right. I should have gone first because uh, you stole. I I love A and M, and I'm right there with you, Petrino. Is so smart. He's an idiot. Yeah, he is a difficult person to get along with, but the guy knows how to coach offense. And his, all he's got to do is the offense. He doesn't right. have to coach anything else. It's just he doesn't have to offense. talk to the media. He doesn't have to he doesn't do. Doesn't have to talk to the media. Yes. No, absolutely. The things not. that he is he terrible can't. at, he doesn't have to do. This is exactly. a perfect situation. Jimbo hands yeah. off. Jimbo is good at those other things. I think the yeah. Aggies. How about this? Well, are you pick him to win the West. I'm not. I'm still LSU. Alabama will not finish in the top two of the West this year. Yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, I, there you go. I really like this Aggies team. That mm-hmm. offensive line is huge and talented. They couldn't run the ball at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and they started to. And injuries a quarterback, too. Yes, they had yeah. the season from help, coupled yep. with coming off that recruiting class and the NIL, and you got Saban over there saying they're spending $30 million. It just it was a very difficult year. I believe still in Jimbo. I believe in Petrino. And I'm going to say Texas A&M ultimately is the best team in Texas this year. I agree with you. Um, I want to say yeah. Texas as well. I really like Quinn Ewers, who's not picked as – Phil still didn't pick him as the best quarterback in the conference. He's got Dylan Gabriel. What am I missing? I mean, he's a nice player. I'd rather have Ewers. I'd rather have Will Howard. Maybe at K-State, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although the weapons for him, Trent, they'll be not, different. They'll be different. Yep. Bama, so let's let's fast forward to this this more so for you. This question: um, They went from Jalen Hurts, second round pick, to Tua, first round right. pick, Mac Jones, first round pick, uh, Bryce Young, first overall pick. Who's yeah. going to be the quarterback at Alabama, and how big of a drop off <laughs> is is Saban looking at? Uh, I think it's a pretty big drop off from those guys. I mean, he's got Jalen Milrow, who I think is just. I mean, listen, Milrow and Ty Simpson, who's the freshman coming in, they both struggled in the in the spring game. Now, you know, make of that what you want. Um, was it, you know, Alabama's defense improved, whatever it is. Tyler Buckner coming in from Notre Dame didn't play a lot. Tommy Reese is the offensive coordinator, um, so he should be a little familiar with that. The former Notre Dame quarterback yep. is replacing O'Brien. So, But look, here's the thing with, with the quarterbacks at Alabama. They've won national championships with Jake Coker, Blake Sims, Greg McElroy, and A.J. McCarron. Well, when you put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Well, what did they have around them? They had incredible talent, running back and skill players. You just go down the list of receivers, you know, starting with Julio Jones that are yeah. all pro in the NFL, you know, running backs. Yeah. Um, 
They don't have that now, uh, or they might not have it. We don't know if they have it. And if they don't, then they're going to struggle. And I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Somebody's got to step up, and they got to get. I think they got to get back to running the ball a little bit more. And I'm not saying they're going to go back to where they were, you know, ten years ago when, when you know, they just they were just road graders. But they have to be able to run it some. And if they can't, then I agree with you. They're going to struggle, and they they might finish third in the West because. Again, we're going to know a lot more week two, but they're begging somebody to to you know just grab that job, and nobody grabbed it out of the, you know, neither Millroad nor Simpson took it out of the spring game. Buckner will come in and he'll get in for fall practice, and we'll see where he goes. But uh, they've got a little bit of a problem. They got a couple of young guys on the horizon uh, that are they you know are true freshmen, and I, <laughs> I think if they play, then we got you know they got bigger problems. But um, it's a big drop off. Listen. Nobody's going to measure up, in my opinion, to Bryce Young. He was just—he was an incredible talent for two years. It's a shame he didn't win a national championship there. Uh, but listen, the, the one thing that they did say that Saban came out of spring practice was that he liked the practice habits, and that was kind of, I think, kind of a shot at the discipline the last year or two, um, because we all remember all that. But it's a big drop off, Ken, and I don't think anybody on. I, I don't know how good Simpson's ultimately going to be. Milrow's not an NFL player by any means. Um, Simpson might turn into one. Who knows? He's, you know, he's young. Who knows? But there's a big drop off there, and they're going to have to win. I think with with more control passing, uh, running back, and defense, get back to kind of old school Alabama to have a shot. And the schedule the schedule's tough. I mean, there that is not an easy schedule that they have this year. They've got you know the normal suspects on that schedule and, and Texas. Texas coming to Tuscaloosa yeah yeah, so, yeah. and Trent they're the second favorite are they not at most places yeah. Alabama to win the natty it's uh, name recognition yeah. right all right boys yeah, um you can't have Caleb Williams uh, and you can only have a Pac-12 quarterback Caleb Williams is off the board Trent who do you want was well, it number two easy too I don't know is it I mean, uh, I mean do you want Penix you you guys, I think, both know my love of Michael Penix, so, too. Yep. And yep. the numbers that he and put up last deserve season. deserve it, I yeah. think. Yep. I think the question, at least for me, is more number three. Bama, is it as easy for you at number two with Penix, or you got somebody else? Bo Nix, baby. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. I mean, look, When it's good I Bo Nix, You would rather good. have Bo Nix no, than Michael Penix. No, I'm just trying to be <laughs> no, contrarian. I can't take Penix. I can't take Nix over Penix. Would you take um, Cam Rising over Bo Nix? I know. can't spell Penix. You I, I can't wouldn't. Spell Penix without Nix, though, if you look at it, you know, you really think about it, right? <laughs> well, that's true. Um, so, listen, I, I think, no, I can't take Rising because of the, the ACL injury. And I yeah. just don't know where yeah. he's going to be. I, I love the kid. He's just tough as nails, um, as he's proven before. He's taken Utah to unprecedented heights. But it's Penix for me. I think Bo Nix is going to be pretty good. Um, I think second year in this offense. Um, I think he just he had so much pressure at Auburn, and listen, a lot of it was self inflicted. And um, but they've been an absolute mess down there for the, for his entire career. You think of the Brian, you know Brian Harson and and all these other, you know the the end of Gus Malzahn and and all the coordinators and everything else. So he's he's incredibly athletic. Um, if he can harness it, and he's got one more year to do it. I think they're dangerous, but I can't take him over Penix. It has to be, it has to be Penix. And I'll tell you, if it weren't for Leakin Riley on the sideline, Penix Penix would be nipping at Caleb Williams' heels a little bit more in my book. I just think he's that good. He he's just a 
he, he just throws a beautiful football, and he's got he's got the arm strength, he's got the mm-hmm. smarts, he's got the guts, he's got everything. It's just does he have the weapons? He's not going to have the weapons. Mm-hmm that Caleb Williams has, but I think he's going to be really, really good. Think of the quarterback play in this league. Caleb Williams, it's Michael incredible. Penix, Bo Nix, Cam Rising. Keep going. Oh, yep. Shador Sanders comes yep. in. I really like what we saw at the end of the season from Jaden Delora at Arizona terrific in trend. his freshman yes. campaign. Yes. Uh, the kid at Washington yep. State, uh, Ward, he was really good mm-hmm. a couple of late-night games that I, I saw him yep. last oh, season. Oh, by the way, the Clemson transfer, Ugalele. Yeah, DJ's out at Oregon yeah. State now. Yeah. This conference yeah. is nuts. It's, oh, Dante Moore at UCLA, maybe the most ballyhooed quarterback He's recruit. a freshman, right? Yeah, yeah short of yeah. Manning coming in this season. And Dante Moore. Yeah, and the Arizona State guy, you, he wanted the SEC West at LSU last year. So, That's I mean, it, it's, it's, it's really, uh, you're right. I mean, you can just go down the list. That is going to be... Listen, the Pac-12, I think, is a dying conference, and it's too bad. We all know what's happening next year when the when the L.A. schools leave. Yeah. But, man, for one more year, you're absolutely right, Trent. It is, you know, give me Pac-12, whatever they call it. After dark. Yeah, after dark. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is going to be incredible. I don't, you know, you're, we're going to have games in the 40s and 50s, and there's going to be great quarterback play. And it is just going to Kendall, Kendall not see much of it. No, I was going to say you know, you, see a lot of it. And I'll read your text from you guys when I get up in the yeah, morning. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, uh, last question. You're right. We're going to get how many is that? Three or four? four we'll get to five. Um, last year was TCU. The year before that, it was Cincy. Who, who, if there is one, is this year's playoff party crasher? Trent. Does Washington count? Sure. Than the Huskies because you, do you have USC in? That means no, you have them out. No, no. Okay, but that de- you're not improving that defense. I think they win. are. I what think, USC? I, yes, I think they are. The kid for the well, bear, they can't bear. lose two games again. Well, Bear Alexander. I mean, he only plays one position. I guess yeah. but he clogs up you the middle. Of the, right, but he clogs up the middle of that defensive line. He was the defensive best defensive player on the field in the Natty last year. They've given up thirty points a game the last. Few I years. get it, but they're going to score fifty. Um, so that yes, it will qualify because if you have USC out, Bama. That's my pick. Uh, here's, here's what I had. Here's what I had. Here's what I had written down. I said Pac-12, not named USC, okay. um, and that could be either Oregon or Washington. I'd probably lean Washington. Um, I don't. I like Kansas State. I just don't know if they have enough. Um, but listen, here, here's here's got to the replace their entire secondary. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you mentioned USC, right? And we all know the defense was putrid. They can't be as bad. They have to be improved, or they improved enough. Here's their last six weeks, Ken. Mm. At Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Utah, Jeez. at Cal, that should be a win. Yep. Washington, at Oregon, UCLA. That's oh pretty God. salty. That's okay. <sighs> that that's how they finish the year. Okay, now they start out San Jose State, Nevada, Stanford, Arizona State, Colorado, Arizona. They're six so and they're up. probably gonna be yeah, probably six and oh, but then it gets really, really salty mm-hmm. uh those last six weeks. And look, I mean they're gonna. Ha- I think they're gonna have to beat both Oregon and Washington to get in. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I, but for me, if one of those crashes it, if somebody crashes it, it's going to be one of the Pac-12 teams. that's not USC. Trent, you know who I thought you would say? Who I would You've say? You've been singing their praises. Sort of Baylor, season. Penn State. I love Penn State. I know you do. That's what I thought you were gonna I say. I almost said Penn State. It's just. <sighs> I, I can't. I can't make Ohio State. That's and you both problem. love Texas A and M, but I don't know if they're going to have to. I I truly believe that there is a real possibility that you have those three teams in the East that are all eleven and one. Yeah. And what do the tiebreakers come down to? Mm-hmm. Who I think. Yeah. 
I think like the fifth tiebreaker is who plays the most difficult West basically crossover. Well, Penn State has Iowa. I think Iowa's going to be really good. I think they're going to be in the championship game. Wisconsin will be solid. I mean, the that's conference what, championship. We're going to have to look at that. Yeah. I believe before yeah. the season to kind of get to that tiebreaker. If they all go, they all beat each other one yeah. way or the other. Yeah, they're all eleven and one. You're talking about getting down to the fifth tiebreaker because nothing in division matters because you mm-hmm. beat everybody else in the division. Mm-hmm. Getting to the fifth, yeah. sixth tiebreaker and figuring out who gets in, but but the likelihood of that I think is pretty high though that we see something like that in Bama. We're talking about second straight year, two teams from the Big Ten. That'll upset the people down south, won't it? <laughs> well, it will, but, I mean, you know, what are you going to do about it? Because, listen, if if, <laughs> if two of those three, if those teams go 11-1, like you say, then one of them is probably going to, you know, whoever wins the, the Big Ten is going to go in, and the other one's going to have a strong case. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, well, well, the other two will one? have a strong case. Mm-hmm. Well, the other two, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess it would be... How about three? You know, whichever... Whichever one hits. If Iowa wins, uh, they, no, well, well yeah. either that, Iowa wins. Whichever, and then, one, whichever one beats the eventual Big Ten champion will have the case. Mm-hmm. The other one wouldn't, I think, because mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't know. It, it's just it's listen, this be... is why we need a twelve. This is why we need twelve yeah. um, or eight. In my opinion, eight is enough. We you know we're going to twelve, but um, yeah, there's it, it's just um, I don't know. I, I Penn State. I've got a note right here, but it's underneath there, and it's just because of Ohio State. But I agree with you, Trent. Uh, I think they could just kind of, you know, just devour each other, and then we're left with uh, a little bit of chaos, which is always fun, <laughs> as Jimmy B likes. And, and you both like Texas A and M as well. So there's another one. I like A and M a lot. I don't know if I like them enough to win this year. I got an LSU uh, national and, championship in my back pocket. Do you at what price? Thirteen to one. Not as much as I would have thought. Yeah, they're yeah. I think a lot of I'm love for him. Yes, because that was, I think, right after the season, you could have yeah. got him like 25 to 1. Jeez. Hey, Bama, we got to get down to Dallas, catch up with Nick Oson. Love this spot. Yep. Like, can't wait. It's going to be a whole bunch more between now and the first Monday in January. First or second Monday in January? Second. Second Monday yeah. in January. All right, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Bama. Hey, uh, I love it, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you, Bama Bob. You can follow him on Twitter at Bama Bob, uh, at Bama Bob on Twitter. All right, uh, time for another $1,000 home run. Head to KXNO.com right now. Once you get there, you'll see the pop-up box. You can enter the nationwide contest by typing the keyword bank. Bank at KXNO.com. Bank. KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Well, Nick Oson is in Dallas. Uh, he will join us when we come back. We'll pick Nick's brain for a few minutes before we let him get back to uh, finishing up his work for CycloneAlert.com. Trent's plays of the day still to come. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 in Urbandale. Not only does Central Iowa Sports provide a great environment for youth to play baseball and fast pitch, but they promote sportsmanship in the game. Help players, parents, and coaches and their relationship with umpires. Central Iowa Sports also donates throughout the year to local Iowa charities along with donating the awards to the Iowa Miracle League. Central Iowa Sports, helping boost local economy by hosting local tournaments and creating great part-time seasonal jobs. Find out how you can get involved at Central Iowa Sports. Have them in our tournament. Fuller Associates Family Dental offers a relaxed family-friendly atmosphere, anxiety and pain management, and the ability to give you the smile that you deserve. As a family-owned and operated small business, Dr. Fuller has been practicing dentistry for over 30 years. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry, located near the Grandview Golf Course, and now their brand-new location in Altoona at 509 8th Street South East. Fuller Family Dental. Come see what the buzz is all about. Fuller Dental Business.
Trent Condon back with you. Are you a DIY landlord? Then you probably don't have much free time. Between finding tenants, filling out tax forms, repairing drywall, and answering calls about runny faucets and leaky toilets, you're not free to do much of anything. That's why you need Renner's Warehouse. When our professional landlords go to work for you, you're suddenly free to do a lot of things. Free to get a good night's sleep. Free to have dinner with your family every night. Free to take a vacation. And free to be so efficient managing one property, you're free to acquire even more. And one step closer to financial freedom. Go to renterswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis. Or call 515-528-4429. That's 528-4429. And feel free to remember this rhyme. DIY is no way to be. Call Renner's Warehouse. And- or website for details. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Just going to put the keyboard down for a few minutes and uh, spend 10 minutes uh, with Trent and I's Nick Olson, who's in Dallas, Big 12 Media Days, Matt Campbell. I believe all of his duties have finished up. Uh, we get uh, Nick Olson to join us. Nick, Trent, and Ken, thanks for finding us a few minutes. Uh, we played uh, Coach Campbell's uh, press conference uh, live uh, during, uh, what, uh, the 11 o'clock hour, uh, so we did hear it. I guess, uh, first of all, thank you for finding time for us. Secondly, a takeaway uh, or two from what you heard from uh, Coach Campbell, either on the side or on the podium. Definitely, Ken. No, I, I love joining you guys when I can. So I would say, you know, that the, the press that you guys were able to kind of like check out and listen to, definitely some, some good stuff in there. But I'd say the best kind of came when he was meeting with some of us is kind of the local media group. And I think, you know, obviously what's on a lot of people's minds, and this was really several questions asked about it today in this group was kind of some things about the gambling investigation. And, you know, as you know, from kind of some of what I've reported or our conversations on here, this doesn't really come as a surprise to me, but gambling investigation still very much ongoing. So not a ton of new info there. However, one thing that did get cleared up, which again, I've stressed is a positive development these last few weeks. The guys linked to the investigation, rumored to be in it, what have you, have been working out with the team. That was made clear with Coach Campbell today Mm -hmm. in our sidebar. It was asked if they were practicing. Obviously, as we've mentioned, not official practices right now, but team workouts, of course, are a major thing this summer. Those guys are involved, and it was nice to just get that officially on word a little bit. It obviously lines up with kind of some of the things that I had heard. And just a a little positive note kind of before – we jump into anything else, the team is in a very, very healthy spot right now as well. I think a lot of positive has come out of today, and that's one thing, especially after we saw last year, you can't take that kind of thing for granted, guys. Oh, absolutely. It's a big, big part of it. This uh, Just watching Campbell, listening to Campbell here today, seems confident about the squad. He brought up the third youngest team in college football a season ago, had all those guys that took the extra year the year previous, and you know, maybe slow down some of the progression that you normally see out of those young guys, just not getting the reps that they normally would kind of earlier in their career. Seems like a lot of confidence, at least from Matt Campbell. Did you get the same from him and the players? I actually did get a similar, you know, feel truly trying. I think a sense of, you know, positivity, confidence, and truly excitement. I mean, we got some time with the players, like you just mentioned, 
Uh, specifically, I'm thinking of, you know, time with Jalen Noll and TJ Tampa. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of excitement. And when you're kind of seeing these reactions and hearing it, it's hard not to have a little bit more optimism about the season. I mean, I feel like that's been one of these buzzwords I've, I've tried to preach a little bit really since, I don't know, mid-May, early June. But just with some of the potentially positive developments with the investigation, things I'm hearing about strength and conditioning, you know, O-line, young names since spring ball. I, I really do. I kind of stepped back and was just taking a few notes before this. A lot of positive things coming out, and, you know, I really enjoyed the conversations with the players as well. Hmm. Uh, Nick, one of my takeaways from uh, from the on-the-side piece that we heard, we only heard like a minute and 40 seconds of it or, or whatever it was, when, uh, somebody, somebody, one of your uh, the Iowa reporters asked them, you know, once you get to camp, how are you going to handle the reps when it comes to uh, the players whose names have been uh, bandied about as being part of this? And, and he did say, Campbell did say, you know, we, we hope to have clarity – uh, but at, but if we don't, they're going to do what's best for the team. I took that to mean is we've got to have other guys ready or guys behind them on the depth chart uh, be ready if indeed there is a suspension that gets handed down prior to week number one. Did you take that answer the same way as I did? I think I did, Ken. You know, for the most part, that was something that, that was asked. I think that was a really good question. Uh, by another reporter, and then there was like a follow-up to it. Again, the answer wasn't the most clear, but that is certainly how I took it. And, I mean, that not only makes sense in kind of some of the verbiage given, but it also lines up again with just a lot of what I heard. I mean, we know, you know, pretty certainly that, like, these guys may not have been uh, involved with, like, practices or workouts throughout the entirety of this potential investigation. So, obviously, others were getting – more looks, more focus, and I think that's something that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I would be shell-shocked if there's not more clarity here in the next few weeks. I think that's when you kind of get into what's what's really going on here because then you're looking at a three-and-a-half, four-month investigation, Ken. Right. Um, so I do see some more clarity coming soon, but I took it that same way. I think it was answered really well, and I think that's probably what's going to be literally and figuratively what's best for the team in the short term. Very well could be a one-year blip last season and off and running once again, hoping to get that bowl eligibility a little bit more in what feels like a pretty open Big 12. Because of that... I couldn't agree with you more, Trent. This Big 12, it can go a myriad of different ways. A team that, after being there the last couple of days, you're higher on than when the week began, and a team you're lower on than when the week began. I love that question, Trent. You know, I I think... Geez, I hate to sound like a a homer or something like that, but I think actually a team that I might be a little bit higher on potentially would be Iowa State. I'm getting there, too. Uh, I think I the two teams, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the two teams that I'd loop in there uh, would be Iowa State and, quite honestly, Oklahoma, uh, just by kind of being mm-hmm. around the players for just a couple minutes, certainly the staff, and then, you know, we meet with 247 Network guys and things like that throughout the last couple of days, just hearing a little bit about the talent that they've got coming in, a transfer here and there. I think those would be a couple teams I would mention. Uh, I think defensively, I'm not very high on the Kansas Jayhawks. I think that, you know, they've got a lot of excitement offensively, but it's just kind of this weird look where, you know, they've got the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, but I believe, Ken and Trent, their over-under is not that much higher uh, than Iowa State's. It's about the same, I think, yeah. Yeah, from what I had seen. So that'd probably be my team. You know, I've tried to have eyes and ears around 
I think I've been able to do eight or nine. You know, I missed a few teams uh, throughout the past course of the couple of days, but I think that's who I would go with. There's certainly confidence and excitement coming out of the Cyclones program. Hmm. Uh, did you happen to hear Chris Kleiman? Uh, I heard him this morning on Big 12 Radio, whatever it is, um, mentioning the fact that they, for the most part, replaced their entire secondary. Yes, Will Howard is back, loves his offensive line, loves the front, the front seven of the defense. Uh, but the skill positions, they're young at the running back position, uh, need some help maybe. Uh, mentioned the Iowa transfer uh, at receiver. Uh, what is kind of the consensus on K-State getting back to the Big 12 championship? Uh, is there um, – it seemed to me like listening to Kleiman, and they got some holes on this team. Yeah, you know, I actually – that was one I was kind of front and center for, just lined up with the timing. I, I think I would agree, Ken, not necessarily those same types of expectations. And, again, let's be honest, I don't think those were fully the expectations throughout the entirety of last season. However – I think in terms of the stability of a program, excitement of a program, and, you know, just kind of how he talks about building things. He talked about the Iowa connections a little bit just with some of his growth. I believe that was a question asked by uh, one of our, you know, uh, market reporters as well. I came away a little bit impressed. I think that that was really kind of well handled. I'm not quite as high on them either, but just the way they've developed, High, you know, high three, low four star guys in NFL players, similar to Matt Campbell in Iowa State. I think it's really impressive. Is the BYU media as weird as their fan base? <laughs> <laughs> you know, truly, I didn't get a lot of time around them. Well, I'm gonna guess that they're probably not hanging those. out at the uh, bar after after the evening. Yeah, evening probably right? not. No, no, I, I definitely did not see them there. Honestly, I didn't make it there too much, guys. You know, too much. you know me, but I did want to mention. A couple names, just in terms of some young guys I specifically wanted to ask about for this show. I continue to hear those linebackers, guys, the same two names, Carson Willich, Jack Sadowski. Those are the first couple names hmm. Coach Matt Campbell mentioned. And then I just asked Jalen Knoll just about some of the younger wideouts in general, and his face kind of lit up, and he, I believe he said they're all freaks. You know, he wow. was really wow. kind of impressed with the athleticism and what they have really shown thus far. I think – those are a couple spots I know we've talked about that could be a little bit more wide open outside of the top one or two guys, and it seems like the coaches and the players' sentiments line up there, too. Yeah, I think there's going to be some real battles. Obviously, they bring Higgins in. Uh, he caught a lot of balls uh, at Eastern Kentucky. Dimitri Stanley, I think he's got another uh, level to his game, and Noel is, uh, uh, Noel is Noel. Nick, we'll let you get back to writing. Thank you for giving us a few minutes. Uh, we will uh, speak with you on Monday, get a full recap, uh, let you uh, go over some of the things in your head, and we'll pick your brain uh, on Monday when you join us. Thank you, Nick Oson. Appreciate it. I have a lot more for you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yep. Good to talk to you, Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. Full coverage of Big 12 Media Days on Nick's website as he hustles around to get as much information and uh, as he possibly can before they all head home tonight. Well, speaking of tonight, nothing on tonight. No. Nothing. No. Um, I'm gonna Summer watch- League? No, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch two episodes of the quarterback. You're going to uh, dig, it, it dig was, in deep. Okay. It was good enough. Episode one was good enough that it uh, kind of got my attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll watch a couple more of that. Maybe sit outside on the deck and have a beer. Do you do that often? No, not as often as I should. This would be the one. Yes. So I got a night off. Wife took the kids over to Sioux City to go see Grandma. You got nobody in the house. The house is empty. Just you. 
So this evening, gonna what, go out what, and play nine. Oh, why not? Yep, gonna yep. get nine in. Yep. Then what's dinner? You're not cooking. No. Do I go out for a steak? Why wouldn't you? Kind of weird solo though, isn't it? Have nah, sit at a bar. Go up to the yeah. yeah de- sit definitely, at a bar. if I do it, I'll, I'll belly you. Absolutely. So go get a good steak. Mm-hmm. Get out to the deck. Get the TV going, watch an episode of QB. I was going to say, I have a puff, but it'll put you to sleep. <laughs> that is saw, not for I me. I saw that. <laughs> well, I didn't. I was already asleep. You, you were sleeping But I got the point. report from my son. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was not my scene. <laughs> well, yeah, the first one didn't kick in. Yeah. Better have another. Woof. That was not the right choice. And that was a long time ago. Was that 43 years ago? Uh, it was when we made our deal with Circa. It was that week. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably Couple, three, yeah. three years ago. Anyways, uh, Trent is uh, going to let us know what his plays of the day are oh. when we come back. Speaking of Circa, yeah. uh, just figured out our latest oh, deal you know with what? the rooftop. Yeah, you, uh, let, let's do that before we go to break. Yeah. Before we go to break, this this is pretty good. So if you're uh, a fan of uh, a Hawkeye fan, if you're a fan of college football, if you want to head over to uh, watch Iowa against Northwestern, I don't think the Northwestern, the, the fit stuff, it doesn't take any luster off the game. It's a once-in-a-lifetime it's, opportunity it's for Iowa to play in Wrigley Field. Right, exactly. Uh, and you've got, how many tickets did you... 46. Of which Circa's going to take half of them. Yes. Right. And your so, friends are going to take how many? A bunch. Yeah. So we're going to be giving away two different pairs of tickets for the Iowa Northwestern But not game. right now. Not right now. Right. Don't call in right now. Yeah. We're going to come up with something here. Probably as the football season begins, we'll start to do that. Mm-hmm. But I do have roof, and this is in the rooftop. And this is on Waveland. It's the one where you can see the whole football field. Perfect. It's the one. The other ones you cannot. Obstruction. Yes. Yeah. This is the one. Turned out to be a little pricier than I was anticipating, but like how much? After taxes, about two eighty five. Jesus, yeah, pushing three hundred. But it's all the food and drink you have, and that's the other part, right? It's food and drink and warm, yes, and and, and a bathroom inside. All those things right. are definitely positives. Talking to them, no, not just be, a toilet, right, like literally, right? right. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be very Hawkeye heavy in there. Yeah, uh, it's sold out. But I was driving to Madison on Friday. Yep, I get the email that comes in from this guy, and I see my phone buzz, and I. And I see it's from him. So I tell my wife, look at this. So she goes, uh, the rooftop doesn't have 50 tickets because that's initially what I was getting. It's 50. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me two other options. The first one that she brings up is the one that's obstructed two different ways. Oh, Jesus. You can't see one of the end zones and then you can't see like 40% of the field. Oh, no. So I make a call. The guy that I was working with was off that day. So I talked <laughs> to somebody else in the office. She said, yeah, we don't have 50 anymore. We have 46. Give me the 46. Here's my credit card. Yes. So let's lock this thing in. Let's make it happen. We did just that. So we're going to have some opportunities for people to win the tickets, both in Chicago that Mm -hmm. Friday. We'll broadcast the day before the game, do our show from there. And also we'll have something before that. People can play in a little bit more. But if you have tickets, maybe you'll win them while we're in Chicago. We'll be at Merkel's, the big Hawkeye board there. Mm going to be a really fun time. I'm excited. I've never been to a rooftop either. So to, you'll to, be to impressed. It. Yeah, you will. I have heard. I have not ever heard one negative from anybody. Other than the fact, my only negative was I couldn't see beyond the warning track. Right, ball against the wall. Mm-hmm. And a catch against the wall. Did he catch it or not? That was my. But there's a TV I can watch. Well, and with this, you don't have to worry about the warning because track because there is right. right. We're going to be in left field. Yep. Yep. It is 600 feet from home plate. Perfect. 
How about that? No, it's good. Look, Trent, it was a blast. I'm I'm glad I did it. And I, I, I was up there on two different occasions. Glad that I did it. The food was unbelievable. It's not like you get a hot dog with a little you know sprinkle of mustard on. Sure. It's it's barbecue. And and it's 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 great. I mean the drinks, variety, mixed drinks, beer, whatever you I want. I might drink three hundred dollars worth of beer myself. There's a pretty good chance somebody on the, in your group. Will. I like to party. Uh we'll come back to Trends Plays of the Day Circus Sports Sponsor. It's Miller and Condon, Ron Des Moines Sports Station one oh six three seven two. Last summer my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf. WHO. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere, two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts, or join Circa Survivor. Select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Circa Sports Iowa encourages you to gamble responsibly. Problems with gambling? Call or good tax. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. All right, Miller Condon, final couple of minutes. Uh, Trent, let's take a couple of minutes. I'm guessing you don't have a lot of plays tonight. Uh, no. um, we had J.P. Uh, Richardson went mm-hmm. Tuesday early in the week. Yep. This is a guy that's in charge of the umpires. Uh, he reminds us that this clinic is tonight. If you are... Uh, never done it before. You've been uh, always something that maybe has interest you. This is free. If you'd like to come out and get the information tonight, it's at Holiday Park in West Des Moines at the Baseball Concession Stand Pavilion. No experiences required. Um, great part-time job. Pays what? Did he say 40 50 bucks per yep. game? You can work uh, two, maybe a couple of three games uh, a day as, as your part-time job. You're outdoors. It's baseball. Um, pretty good gig. And if you uh, are interested in that. Or you know somebody that is interested. Right. Pass, pass on the news. Yep. Yeah. Holiday Park tonight, 6 p.m. This is a free clinic. Holiday Park in West Des Moines. Meet at the Baseball Concession Pavilion. Uh, and JP and uh, the crew there will take you through the steps as to what uh, it re- what's required and maybe set you on your way to umpiring games. All right, Trent. Well, last night I hit. You did? What did you play? I hit the Summer League. I told you I was playing the Hawks against the Timberwolves because I watched the Timberwolves melt down in Summer League. <laughs> so I got to go back to the well. We're trying to make it 2-0 and in Summer League and become Mr. Summer League. Mm-hmm. It's hard to chase down Keel Miller from what I've heard. But. Yeah, I'll say. 1-800-BETS-OFF-SON. <laughs> Tonight on the Deuce, Chris Murray's playing. Oh, kinda, is he really? What time? 8 o'clock. I kind of want to see that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, something. When mm-hmm. we have nothing. Mm-hmm. Give me the Blazers minus four. Guessing we won't spend a lot of time recapping well, tomorrow morning. <laughs> probably not. It's not going to be at. It's not going to be at the top of the fold yep. for us tomorrow. But give me the Trailblazers minus right. the four against the Magic in summer league action. Eight o'clock on ESPN two and a full slate of MLB tomorrow. All of which are under the lights, including the Cubs are playing a rare Friday night game. Did you add anything to your future portfolio here during the All Star break? Or are you pretty no, well I, invested? No, I can't. No, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I've got so many Mets and Padres tickets. 
Um, and I know I don't like either. You of them. had some Blue Jays before the year. The I Blue jumped Jays, board with you. Yeah, I've got some Braves, but it's kind of like the Chiefs. I'm going mm-hmm. to lose half my money. Yep. Um, anyways, did you want to do anything in the divisions? You know, no, no, no. The prices aren't big enough for me. I'm upside down. I'm buried. Then get some sure things in there. Like the like the Braves to win the NL East. Well, that one would feel pretty good, but you're going to be laying <laughs> a huge money to make no money. Seven hundred. Yeah, no, never bet a lot to make a little. Uh, you definitely have uh, maintained that for a very long time. Mm. That one stung you. What Iowa State Drake was that? The that bet? was the one. My God, that was a cinch. <laughs> Hoiberg's first game or whatever it was. That was the night I met Ted Flint. Oh, really? Yes. In Got my, off on a great foot. Uh-huh. Huh? In my Twitter, I, I woke up in the morning, I had all these tweets, and all of his minions oh, came in, and they were all over him. Poor moi. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Murph and Andy are up. Hey, by the way, congratulate Sean Roberts. Well done, Sean Roberts. Yes. All 54 holes in me and uh, raising over $2,000. Sean and Heather are 3-6. to six. Morning rush tomorrow from, uh, they started at 6. From Miller and Condon, weekdays 11-1, to 1, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. KX, you know.